0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Brady Beaton with
1: you live here from Marysville Camp solo on a Friday. Dennis with the day off. Third stop of our camp circuit brings us to Marysville and this one well, this will be an interesting one. I, I know talking with Dennis before uh, I went on the air today and just all week in general, that this is a team that I think we both have high hopes for to to have that bounce back, or not even bounce back. This was a playoff team a year ago, but take that next step. That they have some pieces in their their system. They have some young guys that are starting to mature and come into their own that can become Dudes and become difference makers and start to win those 50 50 games start to win those games that maybe the last couple of years they they weren't favored in and just get back to being a team that's not only making the playoffs but trying to win playoff games in consecutive years and they have some size on this team they have some athletes we'll talk to the captains of this team we'll talk to to coach Derek Meyer and it, it'll it'll be a lot of fun there's a lot of excitement around this Marysville program this year. Schedule, not the easiest. They they are going to have to play some tough teams in the non-conference. I mean, we'll talk about them. they open with Almont and with Port Huron. Max Silvers, we talked with St. Clair and Marine City. Could have some tough teams in it. Uh, not just Marine City, but other teams as well. So we won't waste any time. We'll get Coach Derek Meyer when we come back. You are listening to the...
4: 5150.
3: For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
2: Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carryout. Call 810 810- 810 Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: You're back, on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck On Sport Sports Podcast, Brady Beaton here at Marysville Camp, joined by head ball coach Derek Meyer. Coach, first of all, new season, first day with pads has to be a fun day out here, uh, getting ready for the season, which is coming up on us very, very quickly.
7: Uh, definitely is. You know, after last season ended, you have two two more uh, high school seasons to get through, and you're thinking, okay, we're going to prepare, prepare. All summer we had a good and then it creeps up on you quick all summer we had a good core in the weight room we had especially uh youngins Uh, every year the off-season training gets better we're able to do more field-wise and uh conditioning with the uh, weights and training so when you have 50 to 60 kids consistently in the weight room every day that's that just speaks volumes about their dedication and training coming into the program we want to get to the point where We fine-tune technique out here, and by the time the season starts, you're ready to go, ready to hit, ready to read, ready to watch film. Because, like I tell the kids, your season doesn't start August 7th. It started the day after last season ended, whether it was week 9 or thereafter. So you got to prepare all year. I advocate play three sports, stay busy, get out and uh, uh, grow your talents but not only your talents, your also mental ability to understand the game because a successful ball player is as smart mentally as they are physically.
1: Well, let's start with last year before we get too much into this year. Last year, you know, you, you played a game against Almont that you almost had a perfect first half and then really just about eight, ten minutes of football undid you in that game. Uh, you, you had some close losses against Southlake was a heartbreak and then – you got the win against Lamphere and it felt like all right everything was cooking but it almost felt like you peaked too early in the middle of the season before the, you got to the end of the year lost to Port Huron lost to Lamphere in the rematch Talk about last year for a minute, and maybe that the last couple of years. You've been playing really good ball in the middle of the year, but getting nine full weeks out of your team instead of just five or six.
7: Right, you don't you don't always want to start off behind the curve. You know the good thing about last year is it's done and gone. You All use right. that as your tool coming up into this season. You have your game films to reference and refer to. So you don't want to peak too early, but yet every week is is your best game. You know your best game is your next game. So you have to prepare, and we can't we can't early uh, get up like that and then kind of have a letdown thinking okay we're we're running the mill we're we're pretty good right here so you know and and our job as the staff we have to make sure that doesn't happen this year so we got a pretty good staff on all levels numbers are awesome we were able to uh add last year and then keep this year the JVB squad so any more reps that these kids can get is only going to do them better which means we do better which means team success.
1: Well before you get started at Walt Braun Viking Stadium right now we're actually on the outfield of the JV baseball field because you're getting new turf the second turf going in at uh, the Viking Stadium over there. So right now it's just a flat nothing over there. Talk about the new turf that that's got to be exciting. Kids have to be excited to get a, a new piece of turf on for this upcoming season
7: it does you got to remember about 15 years ago when you <laughs> when you got turf you're like oh this is awesome because my day growing up the the one time we got to play with our varsity rotation was one time at jackson loom and christy and that <laughs> happened every two years and then for the kids and the different programs to have that every week and to be able to utilize that for practices and whatnot um it, just awesome you know what what the school what the school district does what the tax or i'm sorry what the school parents support here uh, through the through the tax base and everything you know yet yeah, your number one responsibility is safety you got to keep all players safe and that entails the the field usage and the field facilities awesome so also, so that's awesome. We are getting the turf. We're going to have a slight delay, but either way, we have to go play football, whether it's here or there. Right now, it's only affected one game, that the first league game South Lake.
1: Well, talk about the first couple of games because you start out on the road. You go to Almont, and I believe you go to Hazel Park as well. So you'll be on grass there. Almont, always a tough program. They've been one of the the benchmarks of the BWAC Played a tough game last year. Going there, talk about that opener going out to Almont in week one.
7: Yeah, the kids will definitely be pumped. Obviously, game one, week one. Um, but going out there, you know, hey, did we did we teach the right skills? Did we teach the right film sessions? Go through the right reads and stuff. And, and I think just. Game one of any week of any season is just motivating to get out there. the The fortunate thing about our practice situation right now is we're practicing on grass. So when we get to Elmont, that's not going to be anything new. Week two going into Hazel Park, we've been down there a couple times during during my. Tenure, so uh, that that won't be new to us. Um, starting off, we have some experience with them. They're not in our league this year, so you know that's one of the crossover games. Um, you know they always they always have tough kids. They always have fast kids, and when we get into the MAC, unlike Elmont, you know we'll probably see more spread, more two-by-two doubles, uh, trips, then we will, you know, Almont traditionally, they they have that wing T and the variation off of that. So hopefully we're prepared. That's what our kids practice for. That's what they trade for.
1: Say, one thing looking out here at the team, there's some excitement. One thing that Marysville really traditionally hasn't had a lot of is size and beef. And you have that, it seems like in spades this year, your offensive and defensive lines are going to be pretty big where before maybe it was using smaller guys trying to, utilize some of their strengths, but talk about the offensive line because I look out there and you see some guys six three, six four, and above and, and some pretty wide shoulders with them as well.
7: Uh, it's nice to have size coming back. We've also increased speed, but, but with, with that size, you know, hey, you got to train. And these kids could be big as a house, but they have to know what they're doing. Uh, obviously, our bigger kids, that uh, they know what they're doing. We got some experience coming back on the offensive line, and with that experience, they just happen to be the bigger kids. Um, de- um, defensive line, you know, we're we're looking at that's that's a good core of returners there. Um, you know size and speed but you also still have to go through the fundamentals and techniques Um, but hopefully we can we can drive the ball get some long clock eating drives going and um, uh, utilize that size because in the wing T you're going after a person body-on-body, body, so the, the size is only going to help.
1: So shout out some of those offensive linemen, because they might not get the love and accolades in the uh, in the paper with us on the media who's scoring the touchdowns, but they can make the ball carrier's life a lot easier. Who are going to be some of those guys opening up holes this year?
7: Uh, we're we're going to see the likes of you know a couple returning, the core returning starters on the offensive line is going to be uh, um, Kaza. Troy Kaza, you know, we brought him up early in high school, obviously just the size itself, and he's done a good job training and conditioning all summer. I I think just looking at him, you can see he's that ball player type. He's got that size. He, He has the experience now, even though he's only a junior, but he does have the varsity experience. The other returner there is Kaz Cardi. Kaz Cardi, we also brought up early, and you know he's he got his varsity reps the last couple years or so or last year this year you know we're we're expecting a little bit more out of him he's obviously uh, one of the captains so we we expect good leadership out of him uh, short powerful hitter so um, a, again when you can balance that out and then coming through we have you know big kids such as um, Jakubiak. you know he's coming up from the JV. Um, you know, we'll utilize that. He's done a good job of lifting all summer. But just looking at him, you know, traditionally you think, hey, these kids are offense alignment. And right now that's where we have them slated.
1: Who are going to be the guys running behind them, making those big plays, taking advantage of the hole, scoring the touchdowns for the Vikings in 23?
7: Uh, we all are, all 11. <laughs> but the, the, the two mainstays we're looking at right now in our backfield is are uh, Sakuchi. Uh, And he's been up on varsity really since midway through his freshman year. So he has that experience. We saw about probably game five or six last year started. Everything started clicking with them as far as, hey, this isn't junior high football. I'm not getting out wide. Hey, I'm reading my lanes. I'm following my blocks. Um, so he's done a good job of that. Done a good job of soaking in the plays. The other one's uh, right now is is Hurley. Hurley, uh, stout, short, stout little fullback. He's got the experience coming back there. He's a good lacrosse player, so you know, good footwork and a- everything is forward, forward, forward.
1: And obviously, a defense wins championships. The old adage. Last year, at times, you had, had a pretty solid defense. I mean, even in some games, you you struggled and kept teams. To lower point totals, got away from you in a few, who are going to be the, the guys leading the defense here this year?
7: You know, we're going to see uh, from the linebacker position, uh, one of our captains with Bryce Smith. Bryce, just all around good athlete, bigger body, um, uh, well as far as uh, training and conditioning, you know, he, he puts his time into the weight room, puts his time into film study, and he's a three-sport three, three sport athlete. So, you know, he, he's pretty versatile. Down low on the defensive line, we're going to see the likes of um, our fourth captain, Connor Bobble, um, Bobble. He's got the experience down there. He's he's one of the traditional Marysville quick little defensive linemen. So he, he hits his read well. He's he's a good mental leader out on the field also. And then um, you also have uh, the likes of like Chris Lar- Chris Larson coming back. You also have. Uh, Hunter Grimm, and then the one with probably the most experience out of that group, and he's been dedicated. is Is Seth Melberg? Seth is the game of football has really clicked into his mind. Has really everything's starting to fine tune. Excited to hit this year, and we consistently saw him in the off-season weight room.
1: I want to talk a little bit about your league. Have St. Clair in it, Marine City. Landfier has been a, been a big game for you guys the last few years, but I want to start with Marine City. It's a game that for the last handful of years, really the last decade plus, Marys has been on the wrong end of it. Is there a mental block in there, or is it just a, a game that you have to get up to the standards and find the way to elevate your program to the next level? How do you snap the, the losing streak to the Mariners this year?
7: Uh, yeah. yeah. At whatever cost, you have to find a way. Mission accomplishment is the key, and it's been a downer. You know, we're not going to look too far ahead to them because we've got to go through uh, week one through four first before we see them, or one through five. But, um, you know, you want your kids playing the best ball every week. Uh, The notion is, hey, you only get better each week, and then you peak towards the, the end of the season. But... You know, I mean, they're very well coached, they have a traditional program, you know, and with their success, you know, that should drive you to want to do better, that should drive you to want to train more, watch more film, so, uh, you know, you you give kudos to those programs, it's kind of like, well, looking at them on the schedule, and, and, and I don't, I wouldn't say there's a mental block, but you know what, you have to prepare every week, just just like you do game one through game nine
1: a couple other rivalry games i mentioned st clair looks like it's going to be a trophy game this year that'll be a fun new tradition and then port Huron at the end of the year revived that old rivalry last year talk about those two rivalry games because really it's week five week seven week nine you have big time local rivalry games on the slate.
7: Uh, definitely. St. Clair, um, you know, unfortunately and sadly, we saw the passing of Coach Denny White, who we were able to pick up and, and coach in our program. His last year of coaching, you know, his knowledge and expertise just goes above and beyond. And then the countless hours and all the years he spent coaching through the St. Clair programs, you know, he may have switched colors, but you want that expertise, you want that knowledge. Um, you know, and obviously we're going to do the the Coach White game this year. But St. Clair, just in itself, being being a traditional rival like that, you know, there there shouldn't be any more said to that extent you know they're downriver. our kids all hang around some of their kids social media nowadays you know they all interact uh the the parents are guardians they all work together so it does mean something and you know they're they're back with us in our division this year but you know one of the rotations a couple years ago they weren't we made sure we kept them on the schedule because you want to keep that tradition and keep it alive and then um,
1: Port on Week 9, that was one you got last year. Went up to Memorial Stadium, you get them at home this year.
7: Yeah, we'll get to see Port Huron traditionally, too, just outside the back door, so that, that'll be a good rivalry game. You know, Week 9 last year, we didn't play our best, and that, that's our job wow. as a staff. We have to prepare these kids better. Um, but it, it's good to get those local schools on the schedule. And, you know, no, no matter the... Uh, size of the school, number of students. Hey, you got to put 11 kids out on the ball field at one time just like they do. So how well did, were they prepared? How well were they trained? How much off-season dedication to get the team better was there?
1: All right, Coach, anything we missed? Any, anyone else you want to talk about? I know we'll talk to some of the players uh, the rest of practice. But uh, thank you for your time, and is there anything we missed?
7: Nothing in general, so you know what? Hey, be safe out there. Um, it would be a fun year. Keep them safe, and go Vikings.
1: All right, thanks, Coach. We'll be back with more in a bit here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast
3: Caro, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
6: Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
8: DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Pierre, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue is gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810 689 0448 and like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse.
6: Preferred seamless gutters in MLA City's been family owned and operated since nineteen ninety seven. In house employees, when you call preferred, you get preferred.
5: Port Huron Schools had prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Back here on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, now joined by Marysville defensive lineman Connor Bobble. Connor, first day in pads before we get into the depths of the season. Has to feel good. Put full pads on, get full go, start tackling. It's really football season now.
9: Yes, sir. Yes, it is. I love it. I enjoy
1: just I enjoy
9: contact I'm a big contact guy that's why I play defense
1: right absolutely you're a defensive lineman you don't have the 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 traditional D lineman build you are the traditional smaller Marysville D lineman what do you like about the D line and and maybe being a little undersized but finding a way to still make a play uh, against some some big old offensive linemen
9: I find that obviously with my downsides compared mm. to big guys, um, my speed is a big impact on how right. I go through my reaction on the ball. I enjoy for one. I just enjoy the guys that are on the D line. I have right. a lot of fun with the guys. Coach is a great coach. We have a lot of experience there. I've been playing there since I was in eighth grade, mm. so I've had a lot of experience there. So going into senior year, I've had a lot of background and I know a lot of tips and tricks on how to get through the line <laughs> myself. So.
1: So being a D-lineman, obviously, I like you. I play D-line, too. I was there as well, and it was um, – it's a blast down there. And I like how the attitude you can bring to the D-line. How do you try to – you know, permeate that throughout the whole defense. Get everyone to to love contact and get that energy as much as you have.
9: I find that with me, I if I do my job, it gives the linebackers and the corners an opportunity to do their job. And then with the opportunity it comes to, it, I know these guys. Right. These guys love to hit. I've known them for so long. So obviously, with that going into it, I I greatly. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I mean. I find that if I bring a high attitude towards right. the game, it's infectious. It, it's infectious, like you said, and it goes towards everybody, and then everybody just gets all excited and hyped up. As you can see right now, it's right. all yeah. crazy you heard, up right you now. Heard
1: some hooting and hollering in the background. One thing Coach Meyer is big on, like many coaches, getting in the weight room, the offseason stuff. How does being infectious and almost having that magnetic pull to the weight room help you guys and will help you this year?
9: Well, I I find that I went to the weight room. As you just said, everybody's been going to the weight room. We've had a lot of guys there. We've had higher numbers than I've seen in a long time, and I've been going there for a while. So I find that with all the guys going in, there's been a lot of younger guys. There's been a lot of older guys. So everybody's been helping each other out, and everybody's been getting bigger and stronger. And in the group chats, we have group chats and right. talks for all of us. We've been talking about it and how, hey, everybody gets a weight room, everybody start going to conditioning, and everybody's been going to it, and it's a lot of fun.
1: We talk about guys getting bigger and stronger. As an undersized D lineman, this is uh – uh. This is a big offensive line (laughs) you're going against. Troy Kaz is basically the size of a moose right now, and he's not the only big one on the line. Going against those guys, well, now for the first week of practice, I'm sure when you get to other teams, they're going to look small in comparison to to some of the mammoths you have on your O-line.
9: Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, A lot of times Troy is just, Troy, like you said, is a mammoth, and a lot of these guys like brick walls if you Mm -hmm. hit them. But if you hit them right and with the right calls – you could go right through them and it works out.
1: So last year your defense, a little bit up and down, had some games where you performed really well. I think the the first Lampier game was maybe the best game you played as a team all year. Obviously second time around didn't go your way. What are you looking to improve and what do you want the identity of the Marysville defense to be this season?
9: I want the identity, identity of Marysville defense to be almost like a wall. It's very hard to get through, it's super hard. And I want our communication, our communication has gotten a lot better. And that's when I found that we did our best is when we were able to talk throughout our defense and to be able to communicate with each other.
1: Week one, you're going to Elmont, and the D-line's going to play a big part. They are a running team, much like yourselves. If they can establish the run, it's whoever establishes the run is going to have a lot of success. How excited are you for that game, maybe trying to get a little revenge out in their place?
9: I'm excited for one myself. I've missed this. I've missed this all year. I've been looking forward to it, so I'm just excited to get out there and start playing.
1: Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for taking some time. I know you got the helmet in hand. Still, you're ready to, to get back out, hit a little more. So, Connor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank and, you for having uh, me. Go back out there and, and hit some people. For I you. will. Thank you. All right, thank you. That is Connor Bobble, and we will have someone else coming up in just a moment. All right, back here live at Marysville Camp. I'm now joined by linebacker Bryce Smith. Bryce, uh, had to take a minute. You're in the middle of a tackling drill. On the first day of pads, I always have to ask. It has to feel good to start hitting around. I know it's nice to get back out here in the T-shirt and shorts, but once you lace up the pads, that's when you find out who's really cut out and who's ready to to crack some skulls a little bit.
10: Oh, yeah, I feel good, and I can definitely see how people are easing back into it, Mm -hmm. getting there and, yeah, just amping it up and getting at it, hard hits, and they're just all yelling and getting into it, a lot of team action and I think everyone's enjoying the first day of hitting.
1: Well, it might not feel like it, but first day of pads, you're less than two weeks to the first game. It, it's going to come quickly, and, and you throw, if you have an inner squad scrimmage in the four-way, before you know it, it'll be Almont game week, so you don't have a lot of time to ease into it. How do you get the guys ready as a leader of the defense to be ready to, hey, last year we played a decent game against Almont, we need to play a good game to start off 1-0 this year?
10: Yeah, I mean, definitely coming back, next week we got to get at it and we got to start learning what we can and get back into our football and I know that what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get the calls down and learn those and then translate and make sure everyone knows what they got to do for the upcoming weeks.
1: Well, we're talking to Connor. One thing he said is he goes, "The communication's so much better this year." And his energy and I think your energy is something that can help a defense. So much of defense is just a me- mentality, being in the right spot and and being able to outlast the opponent. So, what what do you bring from that perspective to the Viking defense?
10: Um, I just <laughs>
1: Right, had a yeah, coach about as he's wa- yeah of course, as he walks away,
10: no yeah, i just I just try to be fun, and I try <laughs> to have everyone just enjoying what they're doing, and uh just making sure that they're doing their job and just i mean, like you said, communication we it seems like a little closer knit group like we've all been playing like there's close knit on the defense, and we just know what's what we gotta do and We can just relay information and just be a spot around the defense that people can ask, and we just get our jobs
1: done. Well, as we're watching some of the drills go on in front of us, I asked Connor about this, but your offensive line is big, specifically Troy Kaza. We saw a couple guys do a little mauling, so going against guys that big every day has to help you guys out as a defense, the old adage, iron sharpens iron.
10: Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely Troy Kaza and Kaz, Cardi, there's some, there's some tough guys, and they, they definitely push a lot of people around, and I don't know, it's fun to work against them, especially Troy. Like sometimes he'll get in, like he'll get you and he'll push you down, but then sometimes you just gotta get back at him, and that's why it's kind of fun going
1: against him sometimes. That's why I talk about it's all about mentality with defense coming into this year. You had a decent year last year. You played pretty well, didn't, end maybe the way you wanted it to. Everyone's been talking about the, the work you guys have put in in the off season. What has that been like, and, and how do you feel it'll help you coming into to this year? I just
10: feel like we're going to be a lot more focused this year. I mean, just we all want, we all have a goal and we want to accomplish it. We want to win games and we want to work hard to do that. And in the summer, there's a lot of people that came to work and got stuff done. And I think we got a lot of, a good, good group that just. Wants to work and play football, and let's hope that we can accomplish some of our goals and kind of things we want to do this year. Going
1: to have a lot of fun games, a lot of area games. Almont Week 1, Marine City Week 5, St. Clair Week 7, Port Huron Week 9. I know it's you only get nine regular season games, so it's easy to get the blood flowing for all of them, but those ones, probably not a lot of rah-rah going on. Everyone's probably strapping their helmets up, ready to go. The, the Tuesday before that game starts, what's it mean to play so many games where you know there's going to be a big crowd, you know some of the kids you're playing against in these local rivalries? Yeah,
10: me personally, some of those rivalry games, those closer towns like St. Clair, Marine City, I get hyped for those games and I know there's people that do too. And I, this year I'm going to get them all hyped and we're all just going to go do what we do and it's exciting to play in those games. Rivalries make it fun, make it exciting get the blood flowing for sure.
1: All right, last question. I like asking everyone this because I like to get their stamp. If you're successful in 2023, what's the image of this Marysville Viking team? What are you guys going to be remembered for if you're done with the nine games and, and you're sitting waiting for a playoff berth?
10: I think one thing that we'll definitely remember from ourselves is how hard we worked and how hard we wanted to do and how much we were out here doing drills and, doing work and other people, whether whatever our outcome is, they'll just remember seeing us and seeing the work that we
1: put in, however it comes out on the field. Well, Bryce, thank you so much for joining us. I know everyone else getting a water break. I'll let you get yours too. Thank you for joining us, and uh, stay healthy this year. I'll always. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, back here with yet another of the Marysville captains. Kaz Cardi joins us, and, and Kaz... Start right out at it with the offensive line, what you're, what you're a part of. And I think that's one thing, not just your coaches, but I'm excited for, and some other people that, that are going to be watching you guys are excited for. Marysville traditionally has not had a lot of big maulers. I mean, you have to go back a long time to see the size you guys have on the offensive line. What's it mean for you to be on the offensive line, be part of that size? And you might not get the glory, but anyone that knows ball knows, if your offensive line's cooking, you're going to have a pretty good team.
5: Um, yeah, I definitely like being on the line. Um, we're in the center of everything when it comes to playmaking, and I'd say it's even the most interesting part of the game to watch. Um, I feel like we're going back to our roots with more of a just basic team aspect of it, and we actually have our own off, uh, O-line head coach this year. Um, so we're going to be focusing a lot on you know just perfecting stuff and getting ready for the season.
1: Talk about the offseason, did with, I did talk with Connor, I did talk with Bryce, and says numbers have been as good as they have been. And you know, hey, just because you show up first day of practice, that's not when football season starts. Coach Meyer said, hey, it starts the, the Monday after you lose your last game or win your last game. What's the offseason been like preparing for this year?
5: Um, the offseason, I've been getting in the weight room along with all the other people, um, and we're just doing it as much as we can. And we're just trying to get better and just keep on improving. Um, It seems like there's a lot more dedication and there's a lot more positive attitude over the summer uh, this year than there has been previously.
1: As an offensive lineman, again, you don't get a lot of the glory. You, Troy Kaza, some other guys, when you're on the offensive line, it it almost feels like you're that one group that you you take pride in being that, the mauler that maybe – gets into dirty areas, hey, you're not going to get your picture on the front page of the paper scoring a touchdown, but you know when you sit in the film room, hey, I got that block and that's why it sprung. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah. um, You know, I don't need that gratification Mm -hmm. from other people. Like I know what I'm doing and I know if I do something right – then that's enough to make me feel good and to keep me motivated.
1: So I already talked to two defensive guys in Bryce and Connor. When you're on the offensive line, who are some guys that you line up against? You're like, ah, I wish it was someone else, or oh, I know this is going to be a tough rep because got some dudes on the defense as well.
5: Um, any of our little guys, the little bear crawlers, <laughs> the little ankle biters, uh, they aren't fun to line up against, but um, that's a lot of our area around here is a bunch mm. of smaller defensive lines. So, it, I mean, it definitely gets you ready for the season and yeah
1: as an offensive lineman i mean just looking at your schedule you'll play a bunch of different type of defenses i mean it's not going to be all right this is what we do and this is what we're going to see for 9 weeks almont's going to be different hazel park south lake and those are just the first 3 weeks and then you know marine city's going to throw 8000 different looks and formations at you As a lineman, as one of the leaders of the offensive line, making sure everyone is on the same page, how do you go about that and how do you lead from a position that maybe someone sitting in the stands doesn't notice that you're getting everyone in the right spot? Um, This year
5: we're really emphasizing the communication um, between the O-line and we're throwing in a bunch of different um, situations to help us adapt if something were to change from the film that we study. Um, so we're just going to try and be ready for any situation.
1: Talked about some of the rivalry games you will have. Almont's a local game, a BWAC team, but in the league, Marine City and St. Clair. Start with Marine City. That's a game that Marysville has just been on the wrong end of the last handful of years. As a leader, what, it, what does it mean to you for that game, knowing that, hey, history has not been on your side trying to get over that hump and finally knock off the Mariners?
5: Hey, um, it's been, God, I think it's been almost going on 20 years, if not a little One bit One time in the last, yeah. I think, since
1: 2003. Yeah.
5: Um. So, yeah, we just got to keep our heads on. And I think it's less about focusing on who we're playing. We mm-hmm. just got to go out there with the mindset, hey, it's another team. It's another game to win. Right. And forget about the high-stakes aspect of it,
1: and we'll see where we get. Well, some other, fun, I mean, St. Clair, again, that's, it's going to be a trophy game this year, always a traditional rival. That's a fun one to go against. But one that the last few years has felt like a big game since you've been in high school is Lamp Fear, a program that for a long time is kind of the cellar dweller in whatever league they're in. They're rocking and rolling right now. Has that almost become like a de facto new rivalry when you know you play them, it's going to be a physical knockdown dragout brawl?
5: Uh, I'd have to say, yeah. Um, it's definitely gotten up there. Um, You know, when we get our schedules out, it's one of the first teams we look for, like, hey, when are we going to play them? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we had them in playoffs last year, and, you know, we beat them regular season, and then they come back week one playoffs, and they kicked our butts. (laughs) But um, that's just all part of the game, and I think that's definitely going to up the stakes for future games with them.
1: Who are some other guys, at least offensively, talked about some of them on defense, that you look around and you're like, I'm glad we have this guy and I don't have to worry about him being on another team?
5: Um, I definitely like having Carter Sacucci here, our mm. other captain, who's not here with us today. Um, it's nice having him around, having his head behind running the ball. Um, he's quick. He can deliver the blow. I definitely wouldn't want to have him anywhere else. Um and then, really, if I was on defense for another team, I wouldn't want to see our o line either, because this year we got a we got a wall.
1: Right, and so. I and I'm sure if everything goes to plan, and I'm sure your quarterbacks won't want to hear this, but you might not. If, if plan goes, if it goes to plan, you're not going to have to throw the ball at all. Just be mm-hmm. just run, run, run. Yep. Have 35 minutes of uh, of time of possession.
5: Yep, that's the whole idea. That's that's how Marysville football used to run, and that's what we're going back to. Is just run the clock down. None of these huge blowout wins. Mm-hmm. Just keep that steady gain down the field, and we'll just win as a team.
1: All right, last thing I'll ask you, I ask everyone, if you're successful this year, what is the identity of Marysville going to be, and what will you be known for by season's end if everything goes to plan?
5: Um, I think we'll be known as Old Marysville. I mm-hmm. think we'll, be, um, we'll regain our respect that we had um, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and we'll just restore our pride as a team.
1: Well, Kaz, thank you so much for taking some time to join me. I know it's a fun day getting the pads out for the first time all year, but good luck week one and stay healthy. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was Kaz Cardi. We'll be back with more in a minute here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast.
4: 5150.
8: DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue is gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448 and like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. (laughs) Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Back here on the Tri-County Coin Get Stuck On Sports podcast, Brady Beaton here from Marysville Camp, now with defensive coordinator John Wright, coach, Um, have some Have some dudes out here watching practice. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Talk about the defense a little bit because talk to a couple of your captains. They seem to have an infectious attitude, a a toughness about
11: them. What's the Viking defense going to look like this year? We have, I believe, four or five starters coming back from last year. Um, But the grade below us did come up during the playoffs, and we had three or four of those guys get some reps at the varsity level. So we've got a little bit of experience The interesting thing is we don't really have any all-stars on the defense, but we have a lot of even uh, individuals. We have, right now, we probably got five guys that are pretty similar, all fighting for one defense over two defensive back positions. Uh, Our defensive line's not very big, but they're the fastest that we've seen in a long time, so I think that's gonna give us some fits for uh, some teams that we play. Um, Linebacker-wise, we have a uh, senior captain, Bryce Smith's back. Um, also, there's uh, a fight there for two, two guys. One is a senior, one's a junior. Um, I'm sure somebody else will hop into the mix eventually. Um, cornerbacks, uh, lavalle's back. He's a junior. Looks like he hasn't lost. There's, there's two or three guys that can play the other side of him. Right. I mean, we're in a decent spot. Um, young, but youth is, is, is great. There's a great competition this year compared to the last uh, four seasons since I've been back coaching. Um, you know, the kids want to fight for positions and, it, it, you know, it's helping a lot with on our side of the ball.
1: Well, Valley, Ben Valley is one guy that we haven't talked a whole lot today about, but he's kind of a Swiss Army knife. I feel like you can put him in 13 of the 22 positions and he'd find a way to, to be a plus player. Is he going to be a guy that you can move around? Maybe as a corner one day, depending on the team you're playing,
11: finding different spots. And also, if he touches the ball a few times, I don't think that would be the worst thing for yeah, you guys either. Absolutely. You know, he's he's gonna he can play just about anywhere on the defense. Defensive line is probably the only spot that he wouldn't fit in. But if I told him he had to play there, he'd go and play there. Right. So you know, he's that guy that you wish you had uh, eleven of them that could you were so interchangeable. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, offensively, I'm sure he he will be into the mix here and there. Um, you know, I don't know too much about that side of the ball, but uh, I do know they got some depth at running back this year. So, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but defensively, you know, with, with Ben being a leader, um, you know, his brother was on the team last year, so he kind of sits in the shadows of that. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you you lose the older brother, you don't have to sit back and, and, you know, be in his coattails. It's, uh, he, he should have a standout season for us. So,
1: well, talking to your two captains on defense, Bryce and Connor, they had a little infectious attitude and it started, they, talked about the weight room said hey we were trying to pull guys with with us have that gravity to, towards them in the weight room said they really liked the numbers said they're a very tight-knit group and the one all three talked about even cads on the offense was communication and getting that part down what has that been like in the offseason really emphasizing that trying to get that to the next level
11: yeah so we've uh, last year we started to open the weight room throughout the school year from six to seven in the morning and then mm-hmm. from three to 415. Uh, We started getting a little bit of uh, a little cult, I guess you would say, that would start showing up. Uh, This year we had some incentive programs that we did with. They had to get to 21 workouts out of 35 days. We had a fair share of kids make that, which is great. You know that'll only get better and better and better as years. Um, You know, having the older kids in there working out with the younger kids. um, You know, unfortunately, as kids get older, they got to work. They got to put gas in the car. They got to take their significant other out for a date. Uh, you know, all those good things. You don't have the numbers that you want all the time, but we definitely have improved strength-wise. Our speed's up. You know, the weight room has been a great way of getting these kids to figure out they need to do it in order to succeed, so.
1: One thing the last couple years with Marysville is you've played some really, really good games, some complete games, but it seems to come in the middle of the season, and then maybe you peak too early or you can't match that. What's something you're looking for this year to try to, hey, have a consistent effort through nine weeks? Because last year, your magnum opus was the, the Lamp Fear game up here. You came, you, you beat them at a time where, you know, it could have decided the the outcome of your season, and then end of the
11: year you tailed off a little bit. How are you going to try to keep that steady throughout all nine weeks? You know, I think one of the biggest things is, is he, like any football program, is you just got to stay healthy. Right. You know, I mean, that's number one. We, we lost a couple key people on defense last year towards – Uh, the end of the season, well, middle of the season till the end. uh, Hard to fill in. You know, this year we've got so many extras that are very similar that if we do run into that problem, we won't have the same issues. But, you know, the biggest thing is just us being consistent as coaches and keeping these kids accountable and keeping them engaged and saying, hey, you know, I want to get better. Coach, anything we missed with the defense, uh, coaches,
1: players, anything else, anyone else you want to shout out here in the – at? A Week into practice
11: you know i I have to say my assistant coaches you know they don't really get a whole lot of glory you know I think I, I started out there back in the uh, venian braun days mm-hmm. of being the volunteer guy, did that for twelve years, you know uh, learned a lot wouldn't change it for the world. you know these guys come out every day, um, but the one thing that 's good about them is that you know the kids in in the, the uh, relationships they have with these guys you know they 're respected right. you know they 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 listen to them you know they're not too hard on them but they're hard enough on them you know they understand Mm -hmm. what they want what they expect um you know those guys have been a huge asset you know we've also taken the varsity program and moved it to the eighth grade program so we're all doing the same thing right you know so my big thing on defense was like when i run up there it's no secret I want people to know what it is. We're just going to do it better, you know. And if I can teach them at eighth grade how to do it, we've even gone down to our junior football program and explained what we're doing. Right. Um, you know, try to get them. They start at second grade. So, I mean, if you can get it at that level and they can understand it by the time they're in eighth grade, we're way above right. the curve, you know. And
1: as a coach, if they come out and they know – all the install stuff, now you're starting day one not at explaining why you line up here. You're just you're just going and catch up as we go because you've been doing
11: this for six, seven years now. A- absolutely, yeah. You lose lose the first week sometimes when you're first implementing things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've uh, done a couple different defenses through the few years. Uh, we kind of honed in on a few that we like, and that's kind of where we're sticking around, um, you know, and we just got to be good at them, you know. I did lie, I did have one more question. I'm just looking at your schedule right now, you play
1: it basically every type of offense. <laughs> As a defensive coordinator, you don't just get to sit back and be like, all right, we're playing seven spread teams or seven wing T teams. This is the defense, and we just have to make minor adjustments. I mean, Almont – Hazel Park, South Lamp Beer. they're all going to throw different things at you. And that's before Marine City that has 1,800 formations to run basically 15 plays.
11: Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. So the first week, you know, we know we're going to get some power football. That's a BWAC. That's the way mm-hmm. they do it. We're looking forward to that because that kind of fits our mentality a little bit. We play it against every day in offense. Right. Uh, you know, uh, seeing basically a wing T offense on a daily basis. You know, once the second week and third week or fourth week, you know, it's spread, spread, spread. Um, you know, South Lake's going to be good again. I, I'm sure they've got a couple studs that were there last year. Um, I know they got a coaching change, but I'm sure that's not going to affect too much with the athletes that are there. Uh, you know, Hazel Park's always tricky. There's so much speed. I mean, it's a different dynamic of athlete right. than what we're used to. Long road trip. Uh, long road trip. You know, and, if, and the other thing is, is our first four games are on the road, you know, right, right now because our field's not ready yet. So once it is, you know, that'll be nice to get that advantage again to have a home game. But, um, you know, it's tough as a defensive coordinator like anything. I mean, we just got to be able to adapt and, and uh, you know, halftime is, is a huge adjustment time. So mm-hmm. figure out what we're doing wrong, how do we fix it, and let's go see if this will work, you know. Um, it's not the days of like, hey, we know they're going to run the ball right. 80% of the time and it's going to go probably off tackle 60% of the time. Just go make a play, you know. it's uh, When football was a little less, uh, I don't say it was easier, but it was a little bit more. Hard simplified, nose. simplified for sure. You know now you got these quarterbacks slinging a ball 60 yards like nothing, right. and you got a kid that's running underneath it with a four, five, forty. You know, it's, so. Um, you know, we we try to adapt the best we can, and uh, having some depth and having some speed that's going to help us on the defense. So, well, coach, thank you so much
1: for taking some time. Good luck this year, and and we're excited to be out at Almont for for that Week One game.
11: Yeah, it's going to be nice to be out on the grass field. We'll start out. You know, it's been good. We've we're on grass all all uh, these two weeks until that game starts. Three weeks because of the field, but it's going to help us. You know, it's we found out last year once we went to Port Huron. Uh, you know, our our running backs couldn't get any any gription, You Right, know, just Different. You, you get uh, babied, you know, a little bit by playing on turf right. all the time. Got so. some uh, Oakland Coliseum vibes practicing out here on the, the JV baseball. That's, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're looking. Uh, it's looking great. So, uh, but thank you. I appreciate the time. No problem, Coach. Thanks again. Yep. All right.
1: Now that we've talked to three players, a couple coaches here at Marysville, digest everything and ju- just see what comes out because. This is the team, and and Dennis will agree, and we'll talk about this more when we do our big preview show, uh, probably come out the Monday of the first week, so the Monday on on Labor Day, basically. Uh, Or no, the Monday before Labor Day. Anyway, semantics. Um, We think this is a team that can maybe surprise some people, and I, I like the attitude that this team has. One, they, they, they have numbers out here, not just on the varsity. I mean, they have looks like 40 some kids on, on varsity, but the JV and freshman or JVB, as it's technically called, has some has numbers to it. And, and they have a healthy program. The other thing I like, and I talked about it a lot and you might be sick of me saying it, but the size Marysville has is something They have not had. I mean, if you're being honest, to see a big, beefy Marysville offensive line, not just one guy or one and a half, you probably have to go back to the 90s to see or early 2000s to see a a team that has this size. And with Kaz Cardi, with Troy Kaz and some of the other guys that are brought up that were either JV guys last year or maybe didn't play, Marysville, if they can have a cohesive offensive line, that makes – everything better and notice haven't really talked about the quarterbacks situation too much here there's a couple guys that have been thrown in the mix but it does, they're all going to be fine if they have this line in front of him so Cucci is going to be a good running back and you know what? make a good running back look great an offensive line and five yards of, of a hole to run through that makes life easier for them and if Marysville doesn't have to throw the ball, it might not have to throw the ball. I mean, if they can run it, you saw it a bit against Elmont a year ago. They went on a, like a 13-play drive, and they fumbled near the goal line, and it was almost picture perfect. If they can do that this year, if they can have those sustained drives and keep the ball out of hands of the opponent, like, I'm not sure what Elmont's going to be. I know they lost some guys. I don't know how many guys they lost, um, but they're a team that likes to win the time of possession battle. But you look at other teams, like a team like South Lake, who who likes to hit explosive plays, likes to score points, or even the rival Marine City. I mean, it's a rivalry that for a long time. Uh, before I was born, it was Marysville dominating the rivalry. And, and Marine City would, it would jump up and get them every once in a while. But Marysville dominated. And then, hey, after that, I believe it was the '03 3 playoffs when Marine City beat them, it's been one time since then that Marysville's gotten them. And a way, a path to victory for this Marysville team against a Marine City team that may not have size but has speed is don't let the speed touch the ball. In this case, the, the cliche, best defense is good offense. Hey, hey, those fast guys can't score. Port Huron at the end of the year. Hey, Amari Holler and Gavin Troy, hard for them to, to score touchdowns if they're lining up on defense or they're on the sideline because you're holding the ball for seven, eight minutes. Now, there's a double-edged sword to that offensively. It's hard to have consistent 12, 13, 14 play drives because in that situation, hey, one flinch on the offensive line. Oh, no, now it's second and 13 now it's first and 15, or holding it's it's first and 20. Now you can't go four or five yards a pop. You have to have some explosiveness in there. That is always going to be true with football. I mean, yes, you want to have, ideally, five drives a game that go 10-plus. You want to have Army-Navy football. And that in a vacuum is a good idea, but you have to have some explosiveness to it. So, I don't know what the Marysville passing game will look like. If they can throw it call it seven to ten times a game and if they can get 50 to 100 yards receiving and just do enough that when a defense says all right screw it we're putting eight guys in the box we're gonna go one on one with any receivers you decide to split out wide if they can just throw enough that they have to keep defenses honest or at least worried about the pass then I think they will have a lot of success. Defensively, you know, I, I got to see what, what Marysville does, and, and Almont's a good test week one. I, I really liked talking to Bryce and Connor. I thought they, they had the right attitudes. They were infectious. They have a little bit of toughness about them that I hope, you know, permeates and exudes to the rest of the Viking defense. But if they, they don't have to be elite if the offense can be what I think it's going to be. But looking at the schedule, Marysville is going to have some 50-50 games that can determine whether this is a really great season, a nice season, or maybe a bit of a disappointing season. I mean, it starts with Almont. I think that can be a statement game for Marysville. Go out to Almont, go to Raider Country, and come back with a win. I mean, that's a team that mirrors Marine City in a way. They run a similar style. They they, they wear orange and black. They, they they've made runs to the state finals and and they, they play a very similar brand of football to the Mariners. Go out there and get a win. Get a win. You're gonna be on the road, it sounds like for the first four weeks, South Lake supposed to be a home game. Looking over there at Walt Braun Viking Stadium, hey, it's just gray concrete right now oh with a blue track inside they're waiting for for a pad to come in you know supply chain red tape logistic BS is, is slowing that down so if they have to go on the road for south lake their home opener will be week 5 against marine city now if you can go on the road let's just say you come out of that 3 and 1 almont hazel park south lake Lampier, come out of that 3 and 1 you're coming home to marine city you're feeling good about yourself hey marine city's going to be the favorite until they're not but this Marysville team can make a statement in week one against Almont. Again, Lanphier and Marine City back-to-back is not going to be easy. I, I have to give all the respect to Lanphier. I know Dennis would bust my chops about, oh, you know, Lanphier, blah, 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 this, that, and you don't respect them. And I didn't for a long time, but they, they put it together year over year, and it wasn't just one class, and and they're rocking and rolling. And then the end of the year, Clintondale, St. Clair, uh, Lincoln, think those are all games Marysville might be favored in and then week nine against Port Huron I like that game I think it's going to be two different styles and I I asked both coaches about it playing a consistent nine weeks because I would say the last two years against against uh last year in week four and then a couple years ago they were three and two they beat Hazel Park and Madison and they looked pretty good doing it then they lost their last four games to, to Clintondale, Fitz, Lampfear, and St. Clair to eventually miss out on the playoffs. But this is a new year. A lot of these kids weren't even on the team back then. But I, I'm excited for this Marysville team. I think there's one team that might be flying under the radar a bit that maybe isn't you know supposed to have a big year or isn't supposed to be uh, a, a great team. This, this might be one of those surprise candidates and you know I, I would be uh bold for me to say hey they're gonna jump up and get marine city or get port here on but i don't see any reason why this team can't be sitting at the end of the year with maybe a seven and two record and surprising some some uh a team or two now with that said if they drop a few 50 50 games this schedule is not easy i mean Almont, Lamprey, Marine City, Port and you go 0-4 in those games. You're you're looking 5-4 in the face, and that's without an improved Clinton Dale team or or, or a South Lake team that's a bunch of question marks or a rivalry game with St. Clair. Like those are all going to be big questions for this Marysville team. But I I like what I saw. I was this was one of the camps I was the most intrigued about, and I will say I come out of this feeling positive, but. Then I've felt good about teams in camps before, not just Marysville other programs. Got to show it week one. And that's why I love their week one against against Allen. Hey, they, they didn't schedule center line. They didn't schedule the, the these teams' east point that they can go and they'll win by 40 and it's Kumbaya, Ma- Madison Heights, Madison, another team that they, they've beaten in the past. And it's, hey, yay, we won. We, we beat them by a lot. And we go, all right, cool. That doesn't tell us anything. I mean, I think Hazel Park could be that game in week two. But go out, beat Almont, make a statement, and then turn your attention to this league. I think this team can compete with any team in this league. I don't know if they can beat any team in this league. But last year, like Marine City, they were overmatched a bit. Lamphere, they beat in the regular season. They they lost to Southlake on a, I don't know if it was controversial, but a disappointing loss to Southlake, but hey, go out there, compete. I, I think the belief's there for them, and I think that they, they have some things that other teams don't, again, mainly size, that they can be big, they can be strong, and they can dictate the line of scrimmage. Now, there's ways to scheme it, if the, and you can have a big offensive line, doesn't mean they're good, but I'm excited to see what this Marysville team will do do this year. We'll be back Monday at Port here on Highs Camp. Uh, talk to Dan Perkins and his crew. Marysville's week nine opponent and they will be a fun one too because they lost some guys but hey you have Amari Holler back. You have Gavin Troy back. You have a quarterback and your running back back. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good starting point and then Wednesday we will be at Port Huron Northern Friday we'll have Mike Gallagher on to finish out and talk about the thumb and all the other teams we didn't get to over the summer but that'll do it for me from Marysville Camp you've been listening to Tri County Equipment get stuck on sports podcast
0: from Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.